I'm Jess. I'm Dee. And we're The The Social Social Girls, a podcast for women who appreciate real-life talk and F-bombs. So this is episode one. I'm calling this like a mini episode because we're kind of figuring out what the fuck we're doing. So I want to set the stage. Jess and I are in my basement. Um, It says the man cave, but it's more like the kid cave. And now it's the podcast (laughs) cave. Uh, Jess has a hey, y'all. I have a white claw. The boys are upstairs with daddy daycare going on. Um, So Jess, how are you? I am not bad. There has been a lot of changes in my life lately. Um, we are moving. We got a new trailer that flooded last weekend. And yeah, life is kind of crazy. That's a lot. Jess told me today she spent the day packing her garage, right? Yeah, we packed all of our boxes and moved them all into the garage for easy access to move into our storage unit. Because for 30 days, we have to live with my parents. So that'll be an episode. We're going to definitely, <laughs> yeah. what's it like living with the in-laws? Yeah. Because this time around, and I have lived with them before, but it was me as a single mom with a two-year-old daughter. Now it's going to be me, my husband, and three children. Be honest. Are you going to have sex during those 30 days? Absolutely (laughs) not. I even said that to my husband. I said, we are not having sex for 30 days because my parents are right above there. And I just can't. Can't do it. You put a tie on the door? (laughs) (laughs) Please do not come down. Do not disturb. We'll be doing a lot of camping during those weekends. Okay. So when the trailer's rocking, don't (laughs) Don't come come knocking. Exactly. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So this podcast for us, it's a labor of love. We love meaningful conversations. Um, I have certain girlfriends I always say to, I love that we have a real conversation. I don't want to talk about shit. I don't want to talk about the park, the grocery store, maybe sometimes, but, um, We want to drop the you have to be perfect mask surrounding motherhood and women in general. And we want to have a dialogue with you guys. So if you're listening to our episode and there's something you want to talk to us about or you want us to talk about, please tell us because this is a dialogue for women. Um, Yeah, I think that's about it. Today, we're just going to introduce ourselves and who we are. So Jess, what do you think listeners will get from this podcast? What can people expect in the future? I think listeners because obviously our main focus is probably going to be women or mom or women in business because we do also work together for uh, my own business which is a social media management company and that's a story in itself no let's get into that now tell me about your business and what you do I know but tell the listeners I know because I'm Jess's bitch (laughs) no just kidding I do work for Jess though so I know but everyone doesn't so tell us about your business I started a social media management business, oh, coming on maybe 10 months, maybe less than that, nine, 10 months. Um, and I'm, well, Deandra and I together, but I started that doing managing other businesses, um, Instagrams or Facebooks, basically social media. Um, and it just kind of first turned into, first it was something that uh, I just did for my family and it, then it turned into something a little bit more. In January, I was super overwhelmed and I called on Deandra for some help. So she's been helping me ever since. And um, originally we were supposed to go into a partnership, but... <laughs> I bailed. <laughs> Deandra bailed on it, which is fine because now I just tell her what to do. I'm her boss. 
and it works out perfectly for us. And you probably wonder how friends can work together. We will probably get into that at a later date. That could be a whole episode on its own of like working with friends and and working with family because Jess's family owns a couple of businesses. My family does too. We've worked for these companies, both of us. Um, That'll be its whole own episode. But yeah, I think it's, no, it's it's easy working together. We We work together well. I think we just have a good chemistry. Yes. And we are very much the same when we talk about like our self-awareness or intuition and whatever. We just do really well together, I think. Yeah. You just have to make sure you add LOL at the end of any conversation with Deandra. When Jess didn't, it wasn't good. <laughs> that was the only time we've ever had an issue, and I think it lasted all of, like, 15 minutes. Yeah. But, um, so, just, we're off topic now. Yeah. <laughs> but just to get back to this podcast is really just what we're interested in, motherhood, sex, whatever flies out of our mouths at that time. So, I think that's really what people can expect. I think so, too. I think we just, us getting real about life, like... That's just as moms, as business women, um, as wives. Um, yeah. And we hope that everyone else can relate to us as well. Yeah. And like, and like I said, I would love for this. And I think just too, we'd love for this to be a dialogue with other women. Yeah. So we will have other women on the show. We do have some awesome business women lined up. And like I said, anything you want to hear, I don't really think anything's off topic. Definitely not. Yeah. Listen, Deandra, if you've all seen her TikToks <laughs> on our Instagram page, the Social Girls podcast, um, you will see that she has a no filter, no bullshit approach to everything and gets very, very real. And um, it's hilarious. And so we need to add this is rated R. So if your kids are around or maybe your husband, uh, don't, yeah, don't let them listen. Turn it off now and listen on your own time or put it in your headphones while you're doing a workout or yeah. whatever it is that you're doing. The kids are playing in the yard, pop those headphones in and you can take a listen. Definitely. Okay. So let's go back seven, seven years. So it'd be the year of 2013. <laughs> So 2013 was a big year for me. That was the year that my son Kane was born. And that is the year Jess and I met. So Jess and I met when she was dating her now husband Colton. And I was dating his best friend, Christian. And we first met, I was very pregnant. Very. <laughs> like very pregnant. <laughs> and Colton was dating this girl named Jess and he was going to bring her around and she came to a barbecue with all of our friends. Pretty sure that was at your grandma's. Yes, house. we were house sitting for my granny. Yes. And we had a barbecue in her backyard. And he brought this girl all over and we heard she was a single mom and that was a little taboo, I got to say. <laughs> and so we're all so curious um as to who he's bringing and then in walks Jess. I've never asked you like what was your first impression? Um well, first of all, she was a bombshell. So obviously my big pregnant ass was like, oh, fuck me, really? I don't want to deal with this. Um, And then I think the other girls, there was one in particular that was very jealous. 
and we won't use her name. And um, <laughs> she was very jealous. But honestly, I did like you right away. You were sweet. Oh. And you were into my belly. You thought it was cute. Oh, that's good. Well, you said that. I did. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I liked you. I actually have no no complaints. Like, I can't say. So you never thought I had, like, RBF or that I was a bitch? No. Okay, that's good. I do was kind I shy? of. Yeah, you were quiet, yeah. and you were just probably overwhelmed, I'm assuming, yeah. and you are, now that I know you so well, you are an introvert, so it- Very much. What did I say? You're an extroverted introvert. Yes, and it's only when I know people, so at first, I am very introverted. I even now, I don't even like to go, it gives me a lot of anxiety to like, go in public or with people that I don't know or a lot of crowds. But if I do know you, then I can become an extrovert as long as I'm drinking. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to say, like, Jess's drink of choice is Hey Y'all. And she doesn't. Just waiting on my sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're just waiting for that. My drink of choice would be vodka. Anything vodka. Anything vodka. <laughs> uh, vodka, water, no water. Like, I'm good with that. Just a shot of vodka. Chilled on ice. Literally, I'm fine with that. Um. Okay, so yeah, my first impression, you, I liked you. Okay. I don't know. What well, was, that was good. Yeah, what was your first impression? I felt the same way. You were probably the most welcoming out of the group of girls. Um, and you do have an extroverted personality. So I think it worked well for both of us. But um, out of everybody, you were definitely the most welcoming. And I'm pretty much sure I said to my now husband that um, at the time that I felt the most comfortable with you. See, look, I know. Look at me. Look at me. I, <laughs> I think you're just really super easy to talk to, to get along with, to relate to. Um, and it was just, yeah, it was easy for that. But how did our friendship evolve then? Because we were originally just known as like the wives of the group. We, so I will say that, yes, we were the wives and um, we were friends I'd say acquaintances, like we were friends, but really we only saw each other when the guys planned something and we were both at it. We got along well. Um, I think we slowly just got more comfortable with each other. We yeah. started doing playdates, yeah. which we love bailing on. We both <laughs> love bailing on playdates. We are terrible for that. We will plan things like weeks in advance and then the day comes, there's always something and they're like, oh, I can't make it today. Although lately, we think pre-COVID... We were committed. We were really yeah. committed to doing that. Um, yeah. Because we've, along the way, like, I've had a baby, two babies, and Deandra has also had two more babies, twins, <sighs> at that. So we both have three kids now. Fast forward, it's 2020. Fast forward seven years. Yeah, we both are now moms of three. Um, and then I would say, I don't even know when, maybe like two years ago, we started really talking more. Yeah. And early early 2020 before the fucking pandemic <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it was still even 2019 no no you're right it was I think early it was right after Christmas which yeah. would be almost 2020 yeah. this is before we knew 2020 was gonna Ugh. be a fucking nightmare yeah um anyways Jess and I had a date it was with another mom too so the three of us and the other mom bailed, which, like I said, this is, if you're a mom, you bail, okay? It happens. This is, yes. This is classic. Especially when you have three kids each, and you're like, oh, it's just not going to work today. Like, yeah. And you just get exhausted. But e that particular day, I remember getting ready, and I had almost bailed. I did. And my mom had called me, and I had said to her, like, what I was doing for the day, 
And she was just like, you know what? You should go. Cause I was like, Oh, I'm just so tired. Like I almost want to bail, but like, for some reason I just can't, I gotta go. And my mom just said, no, you need to go, go. The kids will have fun. Like you gotta go. So I went. So she came over and I think I'm usually pretty steady, Eddie. I'm pretty even keel. Yeah. I'm pretty outgoing. And I just wasn't. I, I think I was more like a just a blob. This is my phrase for my year of 2019, a blob. <laughs> yes. No motivation. No. We started talking about, I think, how business was going for me. Mm-hmm. And, and then I think we just started talking about how 2019 was really rough for you. Yeah, we really talked about 2019 not being my year. Little did I know 2020 was waiting. (laughs) Although even with the 2020 pandemic. It's already been a way better year. It's still been better. And I could tell, Deandra and I have this thing where we just are really in tune with ourselves and each other. I don't know what it is, but it's just like, uh-huh. we can uh-huh. feel each other's energy, whatnot. So even when I was there sitting on the couch talking to her, I knew that there was just something off. Because if you know her, she's extremely extroverted. She's uh, very, very, very outgoing. And something was different. And I just felt that. And then what did we start talking about? So then we started talking about Jess's mom. Her name is Kim, and she's actually going to be on our show, but mm-hmm. that's obviously a later episode. And she works on, like, subconscious imprinting, which is your subconscious working on that. We're not going to go too crazy <laughs> shit on you guys, I know. I only think it came up because I was talking about my anxiety, and I had really, really bad anxiety. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I had talked about doing a session with my mom on this subconscious imprinting technique that she had just learned and and did a course on and it's all about basically reprogramming your mind for things trauma stuff that has happened in the past uh etc that uh basically I don't know gives you like your wounded you yeah it wounds you so it stops you so for me I I suffered with extreme anxiety and it would be so crippling that I would not leave I would not want to leave my house I would have set dates to go out like grocery shopping or get certain things. Like I have to intervene here. So I go to Jess's house. This is before this. And I'm there and I'm like, can I have a coffee? And she goes, oh no, my grocery store days, not for a couple days and we're out of coffee. So it's a running joke now. Every time I'm on my way there, I'm like, you have coffee, right? And I always do make her make me a coffee. I so always true. have a coffee Every at Jess's time. house. So that was like a big thing for me is that I had like this extreme anxiety and I went through this um, kind of like reprogramming of my subconscious with my mom and I told Deandra about it because she said she was really struggling with life and 2019, it was just terrible for her. And I could feel that. So I just blurted it out. (laughs) So I will say that coffee date that almost didn't happen and almost had another person there, which I'm sure we wouldn't have had the conversation Yeah, had she been there just because it changes the dynamic. Totally. Is kind of the pivotal moment for our friendship. And that was the moment that we really like bonded and that we really realized, I think both of us left the conversation thinking like we could do something together. Like we have this energy that's awesome. 
we're into the same shit. We're into weird shit. Like we will reference spiritual stuff. I got to say, if you don't like that, stop listening. For sure. But we are not a podcast (laughs) about that. But we, yeah. So then when I finally opened up to Jess and I just said, I'm struggling, she really took it in stride and helped me and gave me advice. And that was the moment that I let my boundary down. Why I'm here now working with Jess. Um, I finally admitted I was suffering and I just want to touch on that. Like other moms, it's hard. I'm not, I'm outgoing. I don't like that. But sometimes it's okay to tell other moms that even when they're doing fantastic, you're doing fucking awful. And that's okay because it's not a competition. For sure. And your real friends need to have your back. They need to understand Mm -hmm. that if they're judging and it's a competition for them, they're probably not your real friends. Yeah. And even with that, if you're afraid to even tell people that you're close to and your mom friends that you're close to that you can't talk about that information like that not only is detrimental for your own mental health but even for um maybe your friendship isn't as strong there I don't know but for us we tell each other everything really Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know and they'll be like hey thanks for listening to me Um, yes and it's not like uh oh my gosh yeah it's not a burden for me or for Deandra to hear about that stuff that's just I think the point of friendship and Motherhood is hard. We're both stay-at-home moms, stay-at-home working moms, and we don't get a break. And even with COVID, there was no school anymore. So our routines of our oldest ones going to anywhere, kindergarten kindergarten or anywhere, kind of came to a halt. So for us, it just became, I think, that much deeper for um, what we were going through at that moment or anything. Like, it's, you know... And I, like, I just have to say, if you're a mom and you're listening to this right now and you're like, I can relate, I feel like I'm blobbing through life, which is the term I use. Uh, <laughs> you're a blob and life just hits you and you absorb it. Totally. You don't actually make life happen. Um, tell us. We yeah. want to connect. We're always here to open and talking to other women. Talk to your best friend. You would be surprised at how much kinder people are than you would think. Yeah. Um, or putting on that fake facade of everything so perfect. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not fucking no. perfect. You're a blob. <laughs> life is hard. And life is hard when you have children or anything. Like, it just, it gets that way. So even, you know, at that moment, I always remember that moment that we sat down and we had a play date. And it just, like, opened up a whole new um, mm-hmm. conversation and world for both of us. Mm-hmm. And it probably brought us that much closer we were no longer the wives of the group planning shit we were friends exactly just is so right that moment that you let your guard down and you open up to the world and you say yeah it's not perfect I'm struggling you're you're being real and you're being authentic and you're showing your kids and everyone around you it's okay to be like I'm not doing good yeah and um, Deandra's probably one of the strongest people that I know well thank you and seeing her like that I was just like so taken aback and I think that that just goes to show that you could easily put on a front Mm -hmm. but but um, you don't have to in the social girls no you don't uh so honestly this is just this is why we are here to do this we're here to talk about real life shit and yeah and and like we this is us we we dropped the front and here we are this is us this is raw yeah, we want to be your friend. Yeah. We want to know 
tell us what's going on. Well, we're telling you. So if this is relatable to you in any way, you know, tell your friends, your family, reach out to us. Like we are, you can hit us up at our um, Instagram, the social girls podcast. We are always on it. We're always on it. We're always putting stuff. Um, if you have TikTok, you can check out our videos. <laughs> but I will warn you, they are R rated. So if your name is Karen, do not watch. <laughs> Unless you're a nice Karen. Yeah. If you're actually, if your name is actually Karen. And you're good. Okay, we're sorry. Yeah, we won't take offense. We are very sorry for that. But um, honestly, you can send us a message, uh, reach out to us anytime, and that's what we're here for. So I guess this just comes down to the whole point of this podcast is just to connect with other women. We want to build a tribe of fucking bomb-ass women who are in the same place as us, dropping the facade. Life is not perfect. And it's okay to blob through life sometimes. We're just here to get real. We're here to get real and talk about... I'm sure thousands of moms can relate to what we go through. Um, and it's just kind of something to be like, oh my God, I'm in the same boat. This is how I feel. And to reach out to other people, other moms that maybe you can, we can give resources to as well. A hundred percent. Okay. So Jess, I want to like dive into your business really quick. So Jess is like a bomb ass boss lady and you know what I actually just heard we're not supposed to say boss lady and I like that because you're not said that you're actually just supposed to say boss it doesn't matter if you're a boy or a girl because we don't look at a man and say boss man I know but sometimes I feel like okay and this is kind of deep because I've said this to you before and it really blew my mind what did I say there was like maybe two or three percent of women that actually become millionaires yeah it was so low it just I was blown away by that And you know what? I actually like boss lady because I want to emphasize that you're a woman. I agree. I don't say boss man because people assume when you hear a boss, he's a man. Yeah. And when I hear he's a man, okay, great. But I want to be like, she's a boss woman. Yeah. As in she's doing what men can do a million times better. I do agree with that because I feel like our society is very dominated by male um entrepreneurs yeah yeah and entrepreneurs and females are not which is I don't know why I don't know if it's because we're like oh well you're just a stay-at-home mom blah 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 like I don't think that's like just our purpose as women Mm -hmm. is to just be a stay-at-home mom Mm -hmm. I think we are can still do what any other man can do so I want to touch this Jess does the whole stay-at-home mom thing which I'm not, obviously I'm a stay-at-home mom. I know how fucking hard that shit is. But Jess does the stay-at-home mom thing and she started her own business. So Jess runs a social media company. She has, how many clients do you have now? Nine. I should know because I work for you her. Do. I think I have about nine. nine clients and I really started back in October. And I only started, um, as I said before, I was doing social media management for my parents' small businesses. And then my mom was like, no, you need to start branching out. She actually gave my name to other people. So those referrals are actually, one of them is still with me. And we built more of a, she's also a female business owner. And we've actually built more of a bond um, rather than just being social media. Mm-hmm. So I also think that is quite important as well because it's not just business. Cause then I can easily understand like who she is, what she's about and why she's done her business. Yeah. Totally. So there's a deeper connection when it comes to the clients I work with. Yeah. And, and I will say Jess really does um, take the time to get to know her clients, who they are, what they stand for. And Jess 
has taught herself a lot about social media. She is constantly working. She's constantly learning. And she's really, really taught herself basically anything you want to know about social media, how to use it for your company. Just that's kind of her thing. So that mm-hmm. is your business. Yeah. Uh, you run that with three kids at home. Yes. Don't so, ask me how I do it because I don't know. Half the time I'm like, oh, <laughs> where are my kids? What are they doing? <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Like that's honestly how it is because sometimes you just can't get a moment to mm-hmm. just, you know, it's kind of hard to balance both. And for me, it's just like, oh, well, maybe you should put your youngest who is three in a day home daycare, but she's very, very attached to me. And I've never done that before. I've only ever had um, family watch her. All my kids, actually. So, Kate, so you have three girls. I have three daughters. Yes. So, my oldest is 11. Her name's Peyton. She's actually from a previous marriage. This is my second marriage. Yes, yes. Oh, the shame! <laughs> oh, my God. We have a divorcee talking to us. We do. But my co-parenting, and we can get into this another time, um, and co-parenting, because I, I know that I'm not the only one. I know there's a lot of women out there who are single moms or have been in a relationship with their baby daddy and they're no longer together. And I've been through the ups and the downs and we co-parent amazing. Like he, my ex-husband and my husband get along amazing now. So you're better co-parents than you were spouses. 100%. The chemistry is better with co-parenting than it was in the bedroom. Oh, yes. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) And it helps that my husband and him, my ex, get along really well. I get along really well with um, his fiance. Like, it's just a one big happy family. We're like Demi Moore and what's his name? Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. Yes, we're like that. That's our dynamic. And I wouldn't have it any other way. That's great. I honestly encourage parents who are split up to try to make it work for their kids um, as a child of divorce. Uh, my parents hate each other. And mm-hmm. I mean, that's its own conversation. <laughs> but I'm lucky that I have the relationship I do with my ex. Um, anyways, so with my now husband, we do have two daughter, two daughters, uh, one who's six and her name's Bryn. She is, oh, how do I describe her? A social butterfly. She is. She, she clings on to strangers and people like you wouldn't believe. I know that's scary to say, but I mean, I'm always around. I am a helicopter parent. You know what she actually is? I am. Jess is a helicopter parent, which is funny because she, <laughs> you know what? It's just interesting. She is a helicopter mom. I yeah, am. right here, sitting right yeah, there. Yeah, 100%. No shame in my helicopter mom game. <laughs> but um, she's six. She's like my social butterfly. She loves everybody. Uh, and then I have our youngest, who's three. Her name is Cadence. Um, we do call her Katie, though. And she is, oh, she is probably my most challenging child. <laughs> she is difficult, but she is, like loves her mom, and she's always been that way. She's always been that way. Yeah. Always, yeah. I only think that it's from, oh, it's from her. Honestly, I feel like she's that way from when I was pregnant. Do you not agree that your different emotions that your child in the womb gets affected by that? I think so. So if we have someone listening that can verify this for us, we've always said this. Uh, obviously, we know the mom's feelings, everything go to the child. But so 
different pregnancies I think can almost result in different personalities. Is this real? Someone tell us. We need someone to just clarify this for us. Like if that's actually true, because for me, my third one went into a lot of anxiety, a lot of different emotions. And to be honest, I will be real about this because it's, it is something that it's real. And you can ask Deandra because I texted her and told her she's probably the only one that knew we did get her. I had two daughters already and I really, really wanted a boy. Mm -hmm. And then I found out my last one was not a boy and I was very upset. I was, I cried and I feel shame about it now, but that's just in the moment how I felt. So I almost feel like she felt this, um, that she wasn't wanted, which is why she clings on to me a lot more. I don't know. You gotta let that go though. I know. For me personally, like she's gotta go into her own. Where Bryn was born and was created out of a brand new relationship. Bryn was made, tell me if I'm wrong, Bryn was made out of like lust and love. You oh, couldn't 100%. get enough of each other. Yeah, for sure. It was we were infatuation. Yes, we dated yeah. what? I think maybe a month before I got pregnant with Bryn. So we need a condom sponsor. <laughs> I mean, I'm fixed I now. Need that. But... I need that too. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that's, I just feel like that their personalities can definitely be a source of what it was like being pregnant. Mm-hmm. So if you feel that same way, drop us some comments. Or if let you us know, know. have like a great article on this. Yes. Please send it to us. We want to know, is this real? Because we is talk about science? it. Yeah. What we do. science? I know. We do talk about it. <laughs> we do. Because I honestly wonder if it's real. Um, but Deandra, you had a baby at a young age unexpectedly. I did. So condom sponsors. You know what? <laughs> I'm not fixed. My husband isn't either. I literally took plan B. Oh, I don't know. I've taken it a few times. Um, oh, if yeah. you're against that, stop listening now. <laughs> uh, no, we do use condoms. That is our method like of you birth still control. do now? Yes. Oh, my God. We, You know what, though? I don't mind it because I feel like it makes him last longer. Oh, Is that yes. a real... Hey, is that science? Someone tell us. And I feel like... I mean, I haven't used one in forever, but I have had uh, three C-sections. And so my last one, they actually um, tied my tubes. Right. So I don't have to worry about the condoms thing anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot have another baby. <laughs> physically. I, physically, I feel like if my husband looked at me the wrong way, I would be pregnant. 100%. And what happened? Um, okay. Happened? Well, yeah. So I will say Christian and I actually, I went to a psychic. This is a fun story. I went to a psychic and she told me and my girlfriend a lot of crazy stuff. But I think the craziest would have been... She said that I was going to meet a guy in 12 days. He was going to have blue eyes and we were going to have three kids. Oh my God. And 12 days later, I met Christian. He has blue eyes. We have three kids. Yes. Um. So we met. Wait, she said you were only going to have three kids? Yes. Three kids. Oh, damn. She okay. told me three kids. I know. So all my friends that are like, have another baby. I'm oh, not. I'm not like that. I'm not on board for it. <laughs> yeah. We, I just know the struggle. Yeah. So, not to mention your last two are twins. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, we, um, I did about seven months into dating. I found out I was pregnant and I was only 20. And I remember feeling literally so shamed. Like, yeah. I felt like I was shamed. I felt like I was ashamed of myself. That's a whole other podcast. We'll go into that. But, um, I never knew that. So that would be interesting for me to hear that. Yeah, it was, it was really hard. It was a very, very tough pregnancy. It was a very mm-hmm. tough birth. Yeah. That'll be our next episode. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about birth. Mm. I want to get into it. <laughs> yeah, I should. love that. Um, okay. But yeah, so we have a seven year old now. 
and we got married when he was two. And after we got married, we decided we were going to start trying. And this is actually trying because in the meantime, we're using condoms. So we tried for one month and I got pregnant. Mm -hmm. I had a miscarriage. We tried the next month and I now have twins. <laughs> yeah. Like, does it so, run in your family? No. So it was just a complete random, the egg split, and that's what it was. Uh, I actually ovulated two eggs. Oh, my God. So they are two separate eggs because they're not identical. They're not identical. They're so I ovulated two eggs, two sperm made it. Oh, my God. That's Ellen Miller. So I have L Miller and Kane, and I also have two dogs. There are two large dogs, and Jess also has a dog, too. We should add that. And we Totally forgot about that, yes. <laughs> we want you guys to know, so if we reference these people, these you know doggies, you know who we're talking yeah. about. Not only that, but we are avid animal lovers. Mostly We dog. are. Not that we hate cats. I do. Oh, I think I shit. do. <laughs> <laughs> um, my six-year-old daughter, Bryn, she's obsessed with cats, and we've never had one because my husband's actually deathly allergic to cats. But with that being said, we do love dogs and um, our dogs are all rescue dogs. So we are advocates for rescues. Um, I have my own opinion about some of that stuff, but that's only because another one of my family businesses is a uh, pet store, a local pet store in Edmonton. And there's just a lot that's around that. So, so if that's something you want to hear about, though, like I said, always like write us in. Like if we're touching on something and you think that's interesting, tell you us know more. Yeah, and Let then if we're touching on something and you think it's boring, tell us because then we won't talk about it again. Hundred percent. Um. So we kind of got off track there, but typical. <laughs> oh, just a little background. I love podcasts. I am constantly listening to podcasts, usually true crime. So we are going to do a couple true crime yes, podcasts, like a couple episodes. If you have like a case we should do, tell mm -hmm. us because mm -hmm. we just, this, like I said, it's a labor of love. If we love it, we're talking about it. We love For true sure. crime. Um, so we had talked about a podcast and I fucking love podcasts <laughs> and Jess likes them too. And then one day she just approached me and she said, I don't know what you would think. Let's do a podcast. Mm -hmm. And now we're filming it. Because originally I was like, okay, hey, maybe we need to do a podcast on like social media. But like, that's really boring. We can't talk about that. And really, there's only so much you can talk about. Because for me personally, I love to talk about um, social media and how it would help for your business. But See, that that's her passion. It is. But that doesn't cater to everybody. So then we, then all of a sudden it just like clicked. And I messaged her and I was like, okay, hey, I got it. We're going to do a podcast about you know, our real life shit, our mom life, wife life, women in business, all that. And that's because I was triggered by that whole, I can't remember, I swear it was like 1% of women become um, millionaires or billionaires or entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. And I was like, so taken aback by that and just totally insulted. Like women, come on, we got to step up. We got to do this. So I had said to her, we got to have a podcast about this. And then we talked about a name. And we, so then we're yeah. talking about a name and we're like, okay, hey, well, what should our podcast be? And then it literally clicked on us, the social girls, yes. as we already have a logo. We already have yeah. everything. Shout so, out to Kat from Scrap Media. She helped us with that. She did. Yeah. She did awesome. it for free. I know. And, and you then, know what? She did yeah. a really, really great job. Such a great job. So, so that's how this podcast came to be. We yeah. literally... Um, we actually came up with the social girls for something totally different, but here yes. we are podcasting. It's like we already knew, like we had set it in motion and that's what it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be 
that social girls are, we didn't want to just be specific to YAG because we wanted it to be something that goes beyond our city limits, but it was already there. Like, it's like the this universe is, had yes, a plan. This is what Deandra and I are good at is like really listening. I mean, no people might think this is weird, but listening to like the universe, our self awareness, and our intuition. A hundred percent. I think, especially women, we have like a crazy intuition. Agreed. So if you listen to it, mm-hmm. it's it's wild. But so that is how the podcast came to be. It's, yes. I keep saying a labor of love and that's really what it is. It's a no bullshit labor of love. And totally. that's, so we're going to cover topics that we love and that hopefully you love too. Yeah. And I we agree. really just want to connect with other women. Yeah. Other badass women and moms. That's yeah. What, that is our goal. And yeah, I agree. I think this is the start of something great. So yeah, men, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, Leave us a review. I have to say that. Like, I feel like I'm like cheesy, but you. Please leave us a comment and a review and (laughs) subscribe. Subscribe. (laughs) Hit that subscribe button.